welcome to Whole Brain Teaching, the podcast. Join your host, Rhonda Arl and Laura Forehand. We want to help you as teachers reach your full potential by keeping you up to date with all the latest and best Whole Brain Teaching strategies. Whole Brain Teaching is a grassroots educational reform movement founded by Coach Chris Biffle, Jay Vanderfin, and Chris Rexstad. Whole Brain Teaching's goal is to create peaceful classrooms through orderly fun. To support the podcast, please like and share with other teachers. Thank you for listening and enjoy the podcast. And now, here are Laura and Rhonda. everybody. Welcome to Holbring Teaching, the podcast. I'm Rhonda Arlt and I'm with Laura today. How are you doing, Laura? I'm doing pretty good. How are you, Rhonda? Are you staying cool? <laughs> Not at all. It's been so hot in Kansas. So right. we are thrilled today to have Executive Board Member Stephanie Meter with us on the podcast today. Not only has Stephanie been a longtime friend of the podcast, but she's also one of our best friends, one of our Midwest Holbrook Teaching Sisters. <laughs> she has been on several former podcasts, such as Taking Flight, where she talked about flight school, all about Alpha Hawks, and implementing trading cards. If you haven't listened to any of those, please do. They're fabulous. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us today, Stephanie. Well, thank you, girls. I am so excited to be here with my Midwest sisters. It's always a pleasure to be on a podcast with you guys. So thank you for having me again. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it is always fun to do these podcasts because we do it on Zoom. And so we get to see each other's faces and we don't get to see each other all the time. So it is great to have you. Stephanie, we couldn't wait to have you on to talk about something that I have been trying for over a year to implement fully in my classroom. And I'll be transparent. I've really struggled with implementing Wonder Words. Um, I think a lot of where I come from is I just, I almost need like that one-on-one mm-hmm. sit down, explain it to me. So that's why I'm glad we're doing this podcast because I, I honestly can't wait to learn from you on how to implement this amazing whole brain teaching strategy. Um, first of all, though, before we really get into the meat of our podcast today, what are Wonder Words and why are they so important for our students? Well, Wonder Words are eight really good comprehension questions that you can ask your student. Actually, let me take that back. Tell me I'm okay. still cool. You're so cool. Your students are going to ask these questions. Gotcha. That is the important part because we're always talking and asking our kids questions and they don't know the answers to them. Yeah. So this is a good way after you teach your lesson to for the kids to really dive deep into that comprehension and talk about the certain things that you're learning through your lesson and asking those questions to each other and answering those questions with your help. So taking those questions, let's say from a reading lesson or something, And if they have a question that pops up, asking that question in front of the whole class. So and so diving deeper into that Mm -hmm. critical thinking, maybe is what what you say. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And eventually they'll be asking each other the questions and try to come up with their answers. And, you know, they will be able to stand up and lead a lesson with a question using the whole brain teaching magic cycle as well. Okay. 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 
So we know that when using whole brain teaching, we want to engage our students' whole brain. Can you explain to us what these wonder word questions are, these eight that you just mentioned, and the gestures that go with each question? Sure. So there, like I said, there are eight questions. And the first question is who, like you're pointing. So who are the characters in the story? The next one is what, like you're opening up a dictionary. What is a verb? I'm just giving you examples of questions that some kids might come up with. The next one is where. So you're like point, like looking with your hand on your forehead, like you're looking around, like where can we find fractions? The next one is when, pointing to your watch. When do we use adjectives? Okay. The next one would be why, like clapping your hand. That's the cause and effect. Why do we use punctuation in a sentence? How, the sequence, holding up one, two, three, how do we sequence a story? How alike, both of your hands are facing each other. How are the characters alike? And then different, one hand is facing the other hand the opposite way. How are they different? How the math problems different? Mm. So there's so many things that your kids can come up with with questions. And they love doing those gestures. And it really helps them remember the types of questions they're using. And they always need to start with that wonder word question. The who, the why, the what, the when. That's the key to answering, asking those questions. I love how you gave examples from just about every subject that we can teach. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we were talking a little bit before we hit the record button. You know, a lot of times I focus so much on reading that I'm saying that's where I'm going to bring the wonder words questions in, but we can bring them in in math like you just did and science, social studies. I'm telling you, math is probably the most favorite subject that my kids love doing wonder words with because it really dives deep into answering how do we solve these problems, especially with the one, two, three, the how. Mm -hmm. How are these problems different? They love using math with it. But yes, like I said, you can use any subject with this. You're just basically putting your slide in the Wonder Words frame, which we'll get to later. And you're teaching your lesson and you stop. You teach for just a little bit and you stop. And this is the time where your kids are using those Wonder Words questions to ask each other the questions about what you just taught them. Okay. So I love the concept of this mm-hmm. one game. So what are the steps? So, so we're going to, like you said, right. we, put, we put our lesson in a wonder words frame. What are yes. the steps for playing wonder words? So what you're going to do is basically you're going to pair up your kids, strong speaker, shy speaker, make sure your kids have a partner. You're going to teach your lesson. Let's say you're teaching fractions. You're going to have a fractions uh, power picks in your wonder words frame. Okay. You're going to teach the lesson using the magic cycle, you know, class yes, mere words. You know, you're going to walk around checking for comprehension, making sure they're understanding what fractions are. Then you're going to stop. This is the time that your kids are going to ask those wonder words questions about fractions. You're going to be walking around listening for the questions they're asking. Okay. Then Eventually, they're going to stand up and ask those questions to the class and actually answer those questions with each other. Again, diving deep into that lesson, not just listening to the teacher the whole time, Mm -hmm. but asking those questions towards each other and figuring out how we're learning about fractions as an example. So 
you're making the point of they're asking students. So they're not necessarily asking the teacher. No, they're asking each other. Um, You were there to guide and scaffold, of course, and help, but they're trying to figure out the answers to these questions themselves. So do, so the person that asked the question, the the Wonder Mm -hmm. Woods question, are they typically the one that gives the answer or do they call someone else to give the answer? Okay. Yes. Typically. Yes. Yes. And that's when we're starting to earn points for the the points to earn, which we'll get into later, to get super improver stars. So it's all tying together with the super improver wall as well. Okay, great. So do you just announce after you've taught for a little bit, hey, let's do the Wonder Wars game. Yes. Mm -hmm. Do it that way. Yep. So for one minute, they're going to talk to each other about those questions, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, I'm walking around listening for the comprehension. If I see big gestures, they get a point. If I see thank you and you're welcome towards each other, they get a point. You know, a lot of engagement, they get a point. So there's lots of ways to get points, just not by asking the questions, but using, you know, your brainings and things like that. It's really mostly keeping our dear team strong, making our dear team strong. That's the big, big rule. Working together as a team, learning as a team and having no misbehavior. Mm -hmm. That's the goal. Keeping our dear team strong. So do you start this game right away? I mean, or do you wait for a while before you start playing? I lock up all of my wonder words questions and they are aligned against my um, smart board. So it looks like a really large wonder words frame Mm -hmm. in my classroom because it's against my smart board. I lock them up all year. Once we start improving on the super improver wall, the next, um, I have people unlock it for me. So we'll maybe unlock one wonder word. So maybe we'll just work on that wonder word. So eventually as the year unfolds and we are earning points and we are moving up on the super improver wall, we are unlocking those wonder words. So it's going to be throughout the whole year. It's You're not going to unlock them all at once. You're going to do it little by little. And that gives you more wonder words to work with each of your lesson you have. So if they, if you just have one or two unlocked, are those the only two questions that the students can ask each other? Um, you know, as far I, in my opinion, I allow them to ask any kind of questions, but okay. those two questions particular, I'm looking for those asking with that wonder word question to start with asking with the brainies, you know, using that engagement. I might be looking for those particular two wonder word questions in that time. So the unlocking um, of this game is a way that you keep it more fresh all year. Yes, definitely fresh. Yes, because they don't know what's underneath the posters and they really want to improve. And like I said, making their dear team strong, they want to unlock that next wonder word. Okay. And so how I have a couple of questions. So how do they unlock it? So is it just that you're seeing do they get a scoreboard win? How how are they unlocking the next wonder word? Well, usually, typically, the next person that moves up on the super improver wall, gotcha. they okay. can be the person to unlock the next wonder word. Okay. Gotcha. They get to choose. Yes, they get to choose if they want to unlock a character education poster, rules poster, okay. you know, anything that's locked in our classroom. They get to choose okay. which one to awesome. unlock. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that idea. The other question yes. I had is you gave us a, a great example of how to use those wonder words in a math lesson. Yes. So I'm going to be a little selfish here and I teach reading. So let's say we're reading a, a read aloud. Whole mm-hmm. group. How would you do the, do a wonder words um, as you're reading a read aloud to your students? It's a great question. I would stop 
and maybe pick out a vocabulary word that we're learning about. And maybe they talk about that wonder word um, somehow that way or the characters. It could be anything okay. in the read aloud. You know, let's sequence the story. Let's how do we sequence okay. the story? How are the characters different? Um, mm -hmm. How is the setting different? The beginning of the story at the end of the story, how the character change. You know, there's lots of ways that you can do okay. uh, wonder words with read alouds. Okay. Lots of ways. Great. And is there like one big rule that we need to remember when we're playing Wonder Woman yes. in the classroom? Make our dear team stronger. That okay. is the big, big rule. Like I said, you're working together as a team. It's a living video game. You're working together to unlock the classroom, unlock those Wonder Words, mm -hmm. um, working together, using that magic cycle, keeping the engagement going you know, saying thank you and you're welcome, all those wonderful whole brain, whole brain teaching things going mm -hmm. on at the same time. Okay. Yeah. And, and it seems like rule number five, you know, with, we did a podcast on strong five. So it seems mm -hmm. rule five is kind of the key rule yes. to what we're doing in our classroom when it comes to whole brain teaching. It's, it's working, like you said, as a team right? and, and keeping the right. whole team happy by doing our part. So, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So add, it's connecting each other yes as students yes. As team, they're making that connection as well so we know the importance of weaving growth into everything in a whole brain teaching classroom so how can we can you tell us specifically how we can tie this into super improver in our wonder words game sure so what i typically do is i use the scoreboard and just you know if they're getting more alpha hot points at the end of our lesson then i'm rolling that dice you know, mm -hmm. if it lands on our one, two or three, everybody gets a star. Mm -hmm. You know, they're working together. We're using that scoreboard while we're doing the Wonder Words lesson, trying to earn those points, working together as a team. And if they win on that scoreboard, then we're rolling that dice. And if we don't win on that dice roll, we've got grit. We don't quit and we'll try again tomorrow. So that's the importance of growth, learning how to grow from where you were the, the last day to the next day. So we'll just take it each time every day and work from there. So do you just play once or twice? I mean, on average, what would you recommend for a teacher to play Wonder Words game? I typically would start out just doing it once a day until you get comfortable. Okay. Um, I typically like to do it with math first because my kids love, they just love math um, lessons in here and they love it the whole brain teaching style. Mm -hmm. So they love learning it that way. Math um, is easy. Now reading, you can go, wow, you can do so many things with reading. But don't pick one subject to start with. That's what I would do. Just so you can get comfortable with it, you know, play it once a day, have your kids, you know, maybe talk about growing and improving the next time. What do we need to do next time? Do we need to use more big gestures? Do we need to use, you know, make sure that our eyes are on the target um, things like that. So talk about if you did not win that day, talk about things that you need to grow on for the next day when you do wonder words. So that's the growth part. And, you know, like I said, you, when that dice roll, everybody gets a star. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I really like that. Yeah. So, so you talked briefly about how to display the wonder words. Posts. Yes. Can you talk more about that? What is the best way? Because where I have my Wonder Words, I'm really thinking I need to move them because they're not really in a good focal point mm -hmm. at my poster. So can you talk a little bit about how you have yours displayed or what's the best way? Sure. Typically, most teach I see most teachers just put them up visually where they're going to be teaching the most. 
Okay. So where you're going to be standing the most is where you're going to have those wonder words questions. Like I said, I have mine on my smart board on each side. So it looks like an actual template of a whole brain teaching wonder words lesson. So that's why I like to have them on the side like that. But I've seen teachers just have them really lined up anywhere in front of their room where they're teaching. Um, I've actually seen bookmark cards of kids having the bookmarks. I think there's on Teachers Pay Teachers to have them in their book when they're reading so they can ask their self questions about the book. Great, great idea. Um, so I that's another way. Them on both sides. So I yes. shrunk them down where I could get all eight. Yeah. Oh, that's a good way. So, Rhonda, you had all eight on one side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to shrink it down a little bit, but yeah. they were just stacked right on top of each other. It was right by my scoreboard. So where I was teaching, they were mm-hmm. right there all the time. That's a great yep. idea too. As long as wherever you're teaching, I think that's great to have them. It doesn't have to be a certain way to look, you okay. know, just as long as they're printed out colorful and, you know, yeah. available for the kids to see. Yeah. So. That's helpful, though. That's helpful. It's yeah. good for us to have them and good for the kids to see them, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I like the bookmark idea because mm-hmm. like said, even when they're doing maybe some independent reading or reading with a friend, maybe their partner reading, you know, yes. stop yes. and look at your look at your um, bookmark and ask your partner a Wonder Words question and answer. Yes. Yeah. So I've noticed on Facebook that unfortunately some of our teachers are still virtual or maybe they're making that choice to be a virtual teacher. So can this be this Wonder Words game be played virtually? Absolutely. Yes, it can be. There is a template on Teachers Wonder Words that already has tons of pictures in there that you can um, have your kids ask about. And they're not any it's not anything content. It's just regular funny pictures that kids, you know, you know, why is this happening in this picture? Where is this happening? You know, things like that. But you can put your own picture in there. So if you're a virtual teacher, you can just show that with the wonder words on the side and that template, and you can still do the scoreboard and you can still do the dice roll, making sure that your kids are paying attention to you. Now, as far as them asking each other the questions, that's the tricky part. They're just going to have to, like, when I taught virtually, I gave each of my kids a little stuffed animal. So they would talk to their stuffed animal and teach their stuffed animal. Of course, that's for the younger kids. But that just gets them thinking about whatever you're teaching them. You know, even though they're not talking to another student, they're thinking about what you're teaching them, asking those Wonder Words questions. And then you can help answer them because you're virtually. But, you know, you can still mark the scoreboard. You know, everybody's paying attention. Great engagement. Okay, let's roll the dice. Everybody gets a star. Same concept. Just concept. I'm sorry. But you're just virtually. Mm-hmm. And you can still work. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That's awesome. This has been a really great conversation, Stephanie. Where can our listeners find these Wonder Words posters or, you know, can, can they see more about Wonder Words? Where can they find that? Definitely. So go to our whole brain, go to wholebrainteaching.com, our website, mm-hmm. and you will go to power ups and click on Wonder Words. Okay. And you will see an amazing video by Joanna Willis showcasing Wonder Words using bar graphs. She does a fantastic job. Okay. And you can go to Teachers Pay Teachers and download the Wonder Words templates there. Okay. Yes, for yeah. sure. Good. It's always great to see you, whether doing a podcast or one of our friendship Zooms. And I think this is a um, component to Holbrook Teaching because it allows that critical thinking. And that's yes. 
kids need to improve in a, lo- a lot. So mm-hmm. we're so thankful for all this information that you shared with us with us today. Sorry. If people have additional questions, how can they touch base with you and get their questions answered? Well, you can always reach me at Stephanie Meter at holdbrainteaching.com. And I'm always on the Facebook pages too, as well. If you want to reach out to me on there and I can answer your questions. Yeah. And Stephanie's a great resource. So definitely, (laughs) definitely hit her up. Um, She has a a wealth of information. So it's been a joy, Stephanie. Um, Thank you for helping me better understand the power of using wonder words. I'm sure I'm going to be touching base with you a lot (laughs) this coming school year. (laughs) If I'm doing this right or you know, just getting, I love how you said, you know, take one question at a time and yes. one subject at a time yes. I really like that because I think, um, whole brain teaching just has a plethora of amazing oh. strategies mm-hmm. and we think we have to do them all at once. And I know Rhonda and I've talked on several podcasts about, you know, go slow, baby steps. Right. So take it another, slow. Yeah. And wonder words is a power up. So like I said, it's not something that's, you know, when you get used to do using the whole brain teaching cycle mm-hmm. and your kids are used to teaching each other, you have that down, then incorporate wonder words. So you don't have to do it the very beginning, you know, just take yeah. your time. Yeah. That's a really good piece of yes. for, for even me, who's been doing whole brain teaching for a while, because I mm-hmm. think sometimes I forget that I have to make sure my kiddos Right. So, you know, the whole teaching cycle, yes. I start, you know, throwing stuff in there. It's a long year. Like coach always says, it's a long year. If you want to pull wonder words out in April, pull wonder words out in April. Your kids already have that magic cycle down. They know how to teach each other. They know how to do the scoreboard. They know about the super improver wall. That would be a good time or whenever you feel comfortable. So. I think with the unlocking that we're doing now with home brain teaching, it kind of allows you to kind of control how fast and slow that it can go too. So you can, even yes. if you're familiar with all these home brain teaching strategies and you're ready to jump in, you can kind of control it one wonder word at a time, so to speak. Right. Yeah. And remember when you're doing wonder words, the kids are asking the questions. You're stopping. To, you're stopping. You're done teaching. You taught your lesson. You did the cycle. You're done. Now it's their turn to ask the questions. And that's a hard part for a teacher for sure. to have the kids ask the questions because yeah. you just want to give all them all the information. You don't want them to, you know, you right. want them to be able to think about what they're learning about. So that's, I love how coach created wonder words. I love it. Yeah. I am. Um, I'm really hoping to use more of it this year. Yeah. So yeah. I'm excited yeah. to do that. Well, like you had said, be sure uh, we want to make sure that our listeners check out wholebrainteaching.com for more information about wonder words and also check out any free downloads mm-hmm. um, yeah, on teachers pay teacher, go to whole brain teaching official store. Um, don't pay for anything. So no, it's all totes. free. It's all free. Yes. Um, but Stephanie, we want to thank you as always for being such a willing guest. I mean, we literally just get, go, Hey, Stephanie, you know, and <laughs> he's like, yes, I'll do it. So we appreciate your, your help and being such a willing guest um, to be on our podcast. Thanks for coming today. Well, you're welcome. I love hanging out with you girls. It's always so much fun. Absolutely. And thank you all for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and share the podcast with your teacher friends until next time. 